Welcome to CW Today, a daily five-minute program dedicated to helping women with their life relationships. Hosted by veteran ladies conference speaker and the editor of Christian Womanhood Magazine, Mrs. Loretta Walker. The closer a woman's heart is to the heart of God, the better able she is to thrive in her relationships with others. In that spirit, here's the host of CW Today, Mrs. Loretta Walker. I'd like to read to you an article from the Christian Womanhood Magazine. It's the February editor- editor's notes from me, and I just wanted to share this thought with you. My weakness in love. Do you know your weaknesses? Are you willing to admit them to yourself and perhaps to others? I spoke to a group of ladies at a couple's retreat about how a wife tends to tear down her husband. After I, afterward, I had several ladies come up to me to explain their unique situation. I believe they were trying to get me to understand that this is why they couldn't follow through the Bible way. Of course, I had nothing to lose, so I told them the truth that their thinking was wrong and they needed to go by the Bible. (laughs) Really, I believe their main problem was that they did not see their own weakness in love. They were so focused on the weakness of the husband, and I did see the problems they were pointing out, but the fact is they still had their own weakness to overcome. Years ago, I started making a mental list of my weaknesses. I didn't want to write them down so someone would read them and start pointing them out as I did them. I have chosen one weakness to share in this article with you that you, with the hope that you will be challenged to make your own list and start recognizing your own faults in love rather than point out the faults of your loved ones. I believe my greatest weakness is that of having too high of expectations. I've been married for to Kevin for over 35 years, and in all honesty, I think he should know me by now. I'm plain Jane and eat and drink pretty much the same stuff all the time. When we were first married, we were out sewing together. At the time, I was very pregnant, and we needed something to drink. We could only afford one drink, so he went in and purchased a very different, overly sweet type of soda. Surely he knows that I wouldn't like that, I thought. I got very upset with him, mostly because he didn't know what I liked. So then, just the other day, he went in the store to get me a drink and had to ask me what I wanted. This time, we could afford two drinks. I told him, but then I got a little irritated that he had to ask. After all these years, I didn't tell him my thoughts, but rather sat there and tried to squelch them. When he got back in the truck with my drink, I didn't say a word. I kept quiet, mainly because I realized that I expected him to know something that he obviously didn't want to bring up in his memory bank. Recently, while I was coming in the door of my motorhome carrying a heavy suitcase, I got upset with my husband that he didn't come running out the door to help me get it out of the truck. I just knew he had heard the truck because it was a very loud diesel engine. My friend, that is our problem. When we expect something, we draw our own conclusions about what the other person is thinking and feeling. These are petty illustrations, but I hope you see that we can bring on our own hurt feelings by not communicating. In my first illustration about the shared drink, how much easier it would have been for me to tell him what I wanted when we stopped. In the second illustration, I could have come in the door and asked him to come out to help me with the suitcase, communicating rather than expecting to read my mind. Mrs. Evans gave an illustration years ago that applies to this principle. She knew a lady who got upset every year because her husband didn't remember the anniversary. She asked the lady why she expected him to remember something that obviously he didn't remember. The lady said, well, if he cares, he will remember this very important date in our lives. Mrs. Evans felt that this lady should rejoice in having a good husband who didn't cheat on her and went to work every day to provide for the family. Why worry about his remembering the date of their anniversary? She encouraged this good woman to simply start reminding him about coming anniversary 
cute in cute ways. Only 30 more shopping days until our anniversary. I can't wait until our anniversary. I have something special planned for you. If he still forgets, order your own gift and show him what he got you. <clears throat> Stop wallowing in self-pity because the anniversary because of the anniversary and rejoice that you have a man who cares enough for you to go to work every day to have the money in your account to be able to buy that gift. I hope you don't have in my weaknesses of expectations, but in case you do, may I encourage you to stop expecting and start communicating. Proverbs thirteen twelve, Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is the tree of life. I don't know if you relate to me on this, but it still is my greatest weakness even though I've been married 35 years, even though I wrote this article, I know I'm not supposed to expect things. I still do it. I, it's my, I, I'm going to go to the grave doing it. But praise the Lord that Ms. Evans taught me years ago, when you realize this kind of a fault, keep quiet about it. Don't voice it to him or to anybody else. Uh, don't talk about his weaknesses, other people, I mean. And just keep on going. And you'll be a better person for it. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Thanks, Miss Loretta. CW Today is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional material about Loretta Walker, CW Today, and about Christian Womanhood Magazine, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com.